0: what is up everyone and welcome back to another episode of the life of Pi. tonight i have for you episode number 49 in the conclusion of the dexter showtime hulu special we're going to talk about episode number 10 the conclusion to this mini-series so what i want to do with this one is i'm going to do a little different than i did the other ones i'm going to kind of Basically, just going to kind of tell you what happens, you know, here and there. I'm not going to go through the whole episode like I normally do, so I will keep it kind of shorter. Basically, in this episode, we have like everything catch. We see that everything catches up to Dexter, and then, of course, with you know him accidentally killing Logan after he's caught and he knows he's caught. You know, Angel has to arrest him with Logan. So basically, like the the jig is up for Dexter. Like de- Dexter's done. And then, and basically, Dexter is forced to, I guess, more, more or less go on the run. And, you know, him breaking out of prison. And the way this episode just kind of played out, you could see the ending from where you could see this ending coming from a mile away. I think the way they did the ending, it had to end this way. This is the way the original series should have ended, in my opinion. Dexter running back to Harrison, explaining to him, you know, what kind of what happened. And then with Harrison seeing him covered in blood and realizes it's Logan's blood, Harrison immediately realizes that Dexter is a monster and that he's nothing like Dexter. He's not like his dad. He's not a murderer. And in that moment, you can see Dexter is just almost relieved, I guess. Sorry, guys, I'm shooting from the hip tonight on this one. It's just, The way this ended, I thought, was just so beautiful with Harrison pulling the rifle on Dexter when he says it's time to run. And Harrison going, No, I'm not running. We're not, I'm not running. And then Dexter basically saying, It's okay. It it has to end this way. It's okay. And basically coaching his own son how to aim and pull the trigger. And the death of Dexter is it's it's very dramatic and it's just it's so beautifully shot and done you know dexter laying on the ground dev standing over there and holding him as he's dying like he did with her it's just so symbolic and honestly i thought for a second i was like oh he's gonna get up he's gonna be fine (laughs) wrong this episode in this series was honestly just it was a masterpiece from start to finish. And we finally have wrapped up Dexter's story, which I think they needed to do. Me as a huge fan of the show, that's what I wanted with the original series. That's what I hate what they did with the original series that they just let him just like go into a hurricane and drive away. Then all of a sudden he ends up in the middle of nowhere looking like a lumberjack at the end of the episode. I personally didn't like that, because at a certain point, like, how many people can you kill and get away with before it catches up with you? And then he's been doing it for decades now. And it, it was just it was kinda almost poetic justice, if you will, that his own son was the one that stopped him. And and you know that's soul crushing and that's something that's gonna live with live and haunt Harrison every day for the rest of his life like the death of his mother has. So him seeing his own mother killed in front of him, then him having to kill his own father would leave a huge hole, you know, it would just mess with you, a huge hole in your soul and your heart. And the this, this scene of him driving over to Audrey's house to say goodbye, and him and, of course, Angela finding Harrison there, standing over Dexter with the rifle and then her covering up the murder basically for him. To get away, because she knew he had, she knew he didn't have a choice, and and, her, and him wanting to talk to Audrey, she goes, "You don't have time." And then the scenes of him driving past the high school and Audrey's house, stopping there for a second. It's just it, the way this episode and the way the series ended was just. It was it was absolutely it was it was a masterpiece, guys, and and honestly, like. If they ever do put this on DVD, I'll probably buy it. Honestly, um, it's part of the Dexter. It's part of the Dexter series. And again, like I said a couple times already, the way that they filmed and edited everything together, and the sound, the music they used, all the actors they used. Um, I'm I'm glad that that Michael C. Hall came back to wrap up this storyline the right way. Um, I know some people may be disappointed with the way end it ended. It was very dramatic. And the thing is, I wasn't really sad. It was almost like it felt like a relief to me that he was dead because he doesn't have to fight and hide this secret from people anymore. He doesn't have to pretend to be someone else. You know, his pain is gone. And now his pain has become Harrison's pain, which is the only problem. And I have read like articles where people are thinking like Hulu Hulu's going to bring back the show, but following Harrison around. But that's the thing. I don't know how they would do that. It'd be really interesting if they did that. Because Harrison's, what, 17, 18 now, and he's an orphan. He doesn't have... Uh, Hannah's dead, is dead, Dexter's dead, Deb is dead. All the people that would be taking care of him his family, they're all dead. And they're all dead because of Dexter. Which is, like, the whole thing. So I've read, like, people on, like, Reddit and just, like, other websites are, like, we should... You know, they could bring it back with, like... Dexter as a ghost with Harrison, which I think would be kind of cool if they had Deb and Dexter's ghost, but that almost might be overkill. Because if they did do it, I think they should wait a little bit of time and let Jack Alcott like hit like his mid twenties or whatever, so you can see where he went. You know, five, six, eight years down the road, when he's in his twenties, he's an adult. He's a man. You know, maybe he's married, has kids of his own. And just, just something like that. I don't know. Um, it'd be interesting if they did something like that. I don't know if they will. Because I hate for them to, like, they finally wrapped this up the right way. I would hate for them to somehow try and squeeze more juice out of it and then screw it up. Which I don't think they will. I think you let this lie. And just let it be what it is. Because, again, this whole series from season one back in the early 2000s to now 2022... Um, it's been, what, a nine-season nine, uh, nine season journey. That's a long time for a show to run, guys. That's a long time. Uh, I know there's other shows that have run longer and stuff, but nine years for a show like this, that, that's a good run. And I think they honestly masterclassed, um, if you will, if that even makes sense at this point in time. <laughs> um, I, I think they just, they, they mastered the way to end the series and knew what they wanted to do with it, and they did it. Um, They gave you all the suspension, they gave you the kills, the thrills, the ups and downs, the the hunting, um, the mind games, um, the love stories, uh, the father-son, Deb and Dexter back together, um, seeing his son in love, you know, meeting, you know, an enemy who's just like him, but somehow he's more evil than him, just all the stuff they crammed into 10 episodes in one season. It's just it's honestly so awesome, and I just I can't say enough good things about this. And I I'm probably gonna rewatch it again here down the line in a few months, you know, before winter's done, because you gotta watch it when it's cold out, obviously. But I, I think the way they did with, with Dexter's death, you know, you ra- you finally you, you again like I said, you wrapped up his storyline, and that needed to be done. That he needed to wrap up Dexter's storyline. So now he can rest in peace. Deb can finally move on. And, you know, to, you know, shout out to Clyde Phillips and his team at Showtime. You know, it was just it was amazing. Um, again, I'm sorry. This isn't what I normally have done for the last few episodes. But at this point, I feel like if you guys are listening to these. You kind of know what happens. If you didn't, I apologize. But I will put spoilers at the beginning of this episode when I post it online. So you don't, you don't want spoilers. You haven't seen it yet. You will know. So, um, but yeah, I mean, those are basically just like like a few of my thoughts. Like I so said, I'm gonna keep this one pretty short. So again, I'm I'm really satisfied with the way the show ended, and I don't want to keep rambling on here too long, have you guys get annoyed with me? But but yeah, I mean, again, I can't say enough good things about this about the show and, and these characters. I mean, I will miss it, but at the same time, I can always go back and rewatch the series from start to finish. I own all the series on DVD. I can't wait to see what Michael C. Hall does in the future down the line. See if he does more TV shows. He gets into movies. Um, I think there's big things in store for Jack Alcott. Um, I'm excited to see what Jennifer Carpenter dives into next. And uh, Julie Jones. I think she's she's actually in the show Big Sky right now. Because you guys you guys haven't seen Big Sky. Go check that out. Another good the show she's in. But yeah. So the next episode Ollie posts on here will be... In a few days, depending on when you hear this or not, probably I'm hoping tomorrow, or the next day. But it'll be episode number fifty, guys. And this one's a really this one was a really fun one. I got two buddies of mine, a returning guest of Luke, and then another buddy of mine all the way from Belfast, Ireland, folks. He joined us and we talked for about an hour or so, and we compared and contrasted Tim Burton's Batmans versus Christopher Nolan's Batmans. So if you guys love Batman, he's one of to talk about movies. When uh, we get a little off topic, talking about the other Batmans in between, just because, you know, it happens. But yeah, episode 50 dropping here in the next 24 to 48 hours, depending on when you guys catch this. And then I'm also debating whether or not to jump on here and talk about the new Jack Reacher series that just came on Amazon this past weekend. I'm a huge fan of the books. I've read quite a few of them. So I'm debating whether or not to do that, but we will see. Time will tell. I also am working up on setting up some some more special guests to come back. A couple returning guests. We're gonna do a joint episode with a couple of them, a couple buddies of mine that are actors up in the Cleveland area. And I also have a spec an, Al- an Alfred Hitchcock special. One of my best friends in the world, Becky, will be co hosting me. And she, this this chick she knows so much about like old movies and Hitchcock movies in general, just like facts and everything. It's just, it's incredible. So she'll be joining me. I'm not sure when we're going to do that, but we're working on setting that up. So we will be doing a Hitchcock special. I'm not sure how many movies we're going to cover, but knowing her, it'll be at least, it, it'll be a handful. So I'm really excited to dive into older movies too, because I do have a love for older movies, especially Hitchcock, because he is the master of it all. And yeah, I mean, that's all I got for you guys. And I just want to get a few teasers out there about stuff they got coming up. Got some cool stuff coming down the pipe for you guys. And I appreciate you guys all listening. And, you know, go ahead and make sure you hit that like, subscribe button. Really helps me out. Five stars and you know, the whole thing. And again, thank you guys all so much for listening. And until next time, I hope you've enjoyed your slice of pie.